¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP Podcast. We are live on YouTube, Familia. Please make sure to give us a like and subscribe if you're out there watching, listening, whatever. And, and if you got any questions or anything, throw them in the comments. We will answer them during the show. Familia, uh, it's... Uh, I, can playoffs, you smell it? Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> so last week felt a little bit like the appetizer. Like I think we all complained that the games like, were the ones that give you a stomachache because there were some stomachache <laughs> games there, man. Like, <laughs> wow. It, 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 was, it, it was like it, you needed Pepto Bismol because they were all blowouts. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you needed some gas X for those blowouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no small wonder why I love my familia. Oh my God, this is awesome! This is awesome. Oh, geez. Well, and but that's the thing. It, it's the games were so ugly, and but I really think that there's a pre that what's happening is a preview of things not to come. Right. Because we've got, we, this is about 20 years ago. I'm, uh, I was reading sports illustrator and Peter King called this the best football weekend of the year. You get the best eight teams. I really feel like we have the best eight teams going against each other this weekend. You got yeah. all the home, the good teams at home, you know, uh, now, now heck Nico called me earlier today asking me what, uh, what some of my thoughts were on the bets today. So, I, you know, I'm going to start off a little bit cold before we get into the DFS options. What are your kind of calls this weekend? Um, well, one thing that I, I was, you know, I was looking at the games. I was thinking long and hard because, you know, as you get into, you know, as you get into these playoffs, these, these, you know, these are, you know, during the season you have like, you can kind of play a little bit easier because, you know, this guy's, these guys are terrible on D or this guy's ranked number 28 against the run. Once you get into like, you know, you know, the nuts and bolts of the playoffs, like these teams don't really suck in any like of the of the major areas. You know, these these teams, if they got this far, is because they know how to play and they play well. So it's a little bit harder, you know, when, when you're when you're making your bets here to, to make those calls. You know, the one thing that stands out, obviously, we're gonna be talking about is Jimmy G's thumb in the cold. So I, I, you know, just because of that, you know, whether he's 100 percent or, you know, he, obviously he's not going to be 100 percent because he already jacked it up. He jacked it up again, and he hurt his shoulder. So I like the pack. I like the Packers at home anyway. So I think they're coming on the border right now. What minus six? So I like that. And of course, you know, I, I'm a I'm a believer in you know I'm the I'm the champion until I'm not. You know, Patrick Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl what like three of the last three years or something crazy like that or three of the last I don't know. He's there a lot. Right, Patrick Mahomes is in the is in the Super Bowl a lot, so the guy knows how to get there. This is the time of year where he's just zoned in, like laser Kobe Bryant style, Tiger Woods style kind of focus, where nothing rattles Patrick Mahomes, and he's got the weapons around him uh, to make something big happen. So I, you know, I like I like KC. They're minus two, but I like them. They're at home. Uh, we saw Josh Allen last year in the playoffs, kind of choke a little bit, you know. So I, and I and I remember that. So I, you know, I. I Although Josh Allen, I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. I don't anticipate a choke job. I just think that you know what I know of Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, uh, I like I like KC to, to squeak it out. I think I, I think they went by. I think they covered them the two points. I think you guys are good, really good friends. You can call him Pat. You know, that, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G, him and I are tight. You know, we both look a lot alike. You know, so that's why people they call me Jimmy Tyrone G Power. Street, you know? Tyrone Power, Jimmy G. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you call that. That's cool. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's cool with that now. So it's good. <laughs> uh, so those are my. Those are, those are those are those are the ones that stand out to me. Like when I'm looking at the whole board, I like those two picks. And uh, what about the other two games? Uh, well, let's take a look. Bengals. I mean, I, I mean the Bengals are um, what's his name? I keep forgetting his name all the time. Uh, well, because he hasn't been around. Derek Henry. Deontay Foreman. 
Deontay oh, Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 been picking up he's been picking up the pace a little bit, picking up the slack after Derrick Henry left. Um, but I just I don't know, man. I just the Bengals just look ready. They just they're just clicking on all cylinders. Their defense is strong. Um, so I, I I like the Bengals there. Tennessee's favored. Take take the Bengals plus three and a half all day. I like that play. Wow. Even even though the time, hey, the, you know sometimes a good defense beats or a good offense can beat a good defense. You know we've seen it we've seen it before, and I just think the Bengals are just have too much firepower, uh, and they're they're going to overwhelm the Titans. Um, so that, that's that's my call on that game. Uh, the other game, who do we got? Rams Bucks. Oh man, I don't I don't bet against Tom Brady, so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Ooh, that, 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 that's uh, eso, that's eso, it. Es, eso es duro. Eso es duro. That's all you can say. Still got Gronk. Gronk's Gronk's looking spry still. You know, they they I mean, the, the running game last week was surprising. I mean, they did you know Giovanni Bernard and Keyshawn Vaughn. They they did their damn thing, man. They 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 were you know it wasn't like oh man they, you know. These other guys are gone. Rojo's out and Fournette's out. So the, the running game is going to be terrible. Like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, they, they did some damage, man. They did some things that the Bucks running game. So, you know, just because, you know, their, their, their main guys are not playing, man. You know, the Bucks got some plug and play running backs there and, you know, and they got Tom Brady. So, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool uh, at, at home, Tom Brady at home, man. Just saying Matt Stafford has, has what one, who has more playoff wins again, George? I'm trying to remember Matt Stafford or Brady. <laughs> trying to break into my head. It's got to be close, right? Oh, wait. It's, no, uh, it's not close at all. <laughs> uh, you want to know what the actual number is? What's the actual number? 35 to 1. <laughs> exactly. So I rest my case, Your Honor. Eso duele mucho. Eso duele mucho. I, I, I will say, oh, well. Before we get before we get further into this, I mean, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give my kind of like takes as far as where, where everything is uh, when we get into the when we get into each, each game by game family. We're gonna break down all four games and kind of do some DFS talk, and, but we'll also work in some betting. Um, I, you know, I'll work in some of that. I mean, obviously Hector just did did some. Nico the right Mexican there. will chime in, of course. Yeah, Nico the Mexican. Well, Nico the Mexican, can you uh, can can we raise a a cold one to uh, to the to this past weekend to what almost was? Yeah, can you uh, enlighten, elaborate, enlighten the familia? Well, because I, I'm still, I'm still, I still hurt for you. I, I, um, well, by way of Lake Tahoe, uh, had a six game parlay and I forget where they are because there's so many of them, but of course I had all the teams and then I bet the over under, which it always kills me. And I had the Ram game, um, at, uh, over 49, 40, 49 and a half, 49 and a half. And I would have won 800. So I hedged at 200. Because I sat there and I go, hmm, I'm gonna have to do that. So bet the under. Other fish, but you you fish. had hit you had hit the first five. It was a six leg parlay. You hit the right. first five. Right. The all, first you five needed was, that game. all you needed was a Rams game to go over. To one and, you know, twenty five dollars yeah. to win eight hundred fifty five dollars. So that was just like watching that game and it's kind of like, what do you do? You know. So, <laughs> but um, that was very exciting and you know, and it's funny if they would have made that one two point conversion that they did not, that would have been fifty and that would have made the difference. But you know, the odds makers, they're 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 wizards in witchcraft, you know, it's done because they know exactly what the amount's gonna be. Yeah, man. Don brujos, brujos. I always but, say uh, Vegas knows, man. They do. Well, but it, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be uh good to see what happens this week. Uh, I like the input, Hector. I don't agree with Hector, but uh, no, yeah, that's uh, cool. <laughs> that's, that's why we're here. I, uh, yeah. Hey, that's you know that's why that, you know that's why I generally don't bet sports because I'm usually wrong. So because we rotate being right, it's just a matter of who, who's right this week. You know, so right? Exactly. Whose turn is it to be right this week? I will say that on that game, I re when it came down to that game, I didn't really have a feel. I didn't think the Rams were going to blow blow out blow out the. Uh, the, the cardinals in fact i thought the cardinals could win that game because of the way yeah. they they played but man you could really tell they really missed deandre they Hopkins. were not prepared man they were they, not prepared at and, all and the rams were just you know they were they were just on fire their their d line was uh, was just caliente it was i, I mean it, as a ram fan it was special to watch it was just so much fun and special to watch but man i mean, i thought it was going to be like 30 to 24 or something like that. Uh, but yeah. Hey, do you have a told Nico that was gonna... where's your Ram shirt, George? I need to I need to see a Ram shirt on you. You, you, you know, you know what? If they playoffs. win, 
If they win, when we when we're on next week, I'll wear a Ram shirt for the NFC Championship game. There you go. Game. Boom. You got to have your Ram gear, okay. man. <laughs> yeah. Usually I like to wear just black, but no, next week I'll I'll wear a Ram shirt. You gotta I, I actually was wearing, you got to represent. Got to represent. On Monday, I was wearing my uh, girly man shirt. Remember that one? The, That's right, the girly the, man. Yes, Todd, Todd Gur- Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to his career. Salud, salud. Yeah, Thank you for a 2017, 2018, uh, Mr. Gurley. Uh, yeah. But you know, we got one bit of cheese, man. Before, oh, let me see. Hold on. Oh, Maddie, Daddy, Maddie, Daddy. Muchas gracias. That is the hardest man working in the fantasy industry. My brother, Matty Daddy, I mean, he's got, uh, and, and oh, by the way, not only does, not only is he one of the hard, the hardest working guy when, I mean, he has James Brown when it comes to, when it comes to fantasy t- content. I mean, he puts out like three videos to R1, but on top of that, he also has a wrestling, a, a WWE wrestling podcast where he does some look back on some of the guys. Remember when we did that show? Heck, uh, talking about, yes, there's some, uh, let's just say that I've done a I've done a lot of macho man on there. And uh, yeah. Oh, just uh, Maddie Daddy. Salud, brother. Salud, brother. Hey, uh, uh, so, so, if, so Maddie Daddy's running that. I just wanted to, to hit on a quick memory, George. If you remember that LA Sports Arena, uh, what was it called? Super Slam or Summer Slam, yes. or whatever it was back in the days. Um, Hulk Hogan, Brutus the Barber Beefcake at the Sports Arena. And Bar- Brutus Beefcake had the Hulkster in, in the sleeper hold. And you know, it's to raise the arm up and then. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> raise the arm up. Wrestling? I know that Who's was like WWE. That was like a reeler right there. Like raise the arm up, and then the referee like raises his arm up, and then it drops, and the referee raises his arm up, and then it stays. And then, the, then the, and then, and then the tension, and the hoaxer's coming back out of his sleep, and the hoaxer wakes back up, and he's pounding on Brutus Beefcake, and then he wins. And I was like, well, and it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, Matty Daddy, WWF, that's what it was called back, you know, in about 1984 at, you know, whatever it was, Super Slam or whatever. But Brutus Beefcake, Hulk Hogan, LA Sports Arena, that was fantastic. And you and I, George and Kyle, we were there, and that was, that was a blast. One of the great nights, one of the absolute great nights. And just, yeah, oh God. I mean, what I was like, so fun. Uh, I think, I think I was 17. You and Kyle were 12. And it was, yeah, just, I was, yeah, it was 84. Was, I was, uh, wait, no, 84. I was nine. You were 11. No, 11. No, you I were was 11. 11. Yeah, math, math, just, math hurts sometimes. I was just a baby. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm doing oh. math. I'm backwards. Okay, that's. I was told there would. I was told there would be no Matt. Benjamin Brat. Benjamin Brat. Uh, Matty Daddy. Oh, peace, brother. Peace. Gracias. Gracias for joining us. Uh, so, okay. So, one bit of cheese, man. Before before we get into it, so we like, let's get into some cheese, man. Cheese, man. Cheese, man. So, uh, you know, this is the season of the coaching searches and everything. And we talked about the coaching searches last week with all of the guys, uh, all, all the coaches that, that got let go. And so many people are talking about. But one of the interesting things, and I just kind of wanted to go around the room a little bit. Mike Mayock got let go, the, uh, the GM of the Raiders, after they went hey, to the playoffs. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So he got let go. Huh. So I, I'm kind of curious, Familia, what do – you know, Rich Bisaccia is so popular with the, the players. Derek Carr came out and said he deserves to be back. He, he wants him to be the coach that no coach he'd ever had had the pulse of everybody in the locker room better than Bisaccia. Uh, but with the new GM, does, I mean, does he clean house and bring in his own coach? Uh, does he keep Bisaccia, uh, can, and and then it's kind of like he brings in his own coach if Bisaccia doesn't make the playoffs? I mean, what what do you guys think? What do you guys think happens? I say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, they they did. You know, under the circumstances, the Raiders were were not expected to do anything. You know, uh, after Gruden left, so the, the, to, for Bisaccia to take the Raiders. You know, this far even was like, whoa. So I say, you know, especially if the team's on board, because it's not always, you know, it's not always plug and play with the head coach. Sometimes you bring in a head coach and they they clash with the players. Something just doesn't, you know, just doesn't work out right. And then you have like a mutiny and stuff. It's just like, 
it's very difficult to, Urban Meyer. to find a coach. Right. Urban Meyer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not easy to find a coach that will gel with your players, you know, in, in that kind of way that, that Derek Carr, the, 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 you know, the, the, the team general, the floor, the general on the team, the way he, he expressed it, you know what I'm saying? So if, if Versace is that guy and the team already respects him as, and already, it has already bought into him, why would you change that? that I think to me, in my opinion, that's just stupid. I mean, that's, that's easy going for the GM. Like, oh, cool. I already have a, a, a coach that, first of all, was successful in his tenure there as a, as a head coach, right? He did well as a head coach. The players like him. The, the, things, things are looking up. So I, I say you keep him. I can't imagine they could get rid of him. How about you, Nico? Well, I mean, I think one thing is uh, football's changed a lot. So it's as much Hollywood as it is players and winning and all that. So they're going to want to a coach that can handle Vegas and everything that goes on. The players that come through Raiders are different than any other players. And I know they liked him, but I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't think of any coach that filled in that ever was very successful. Nothing stands out in my mind, you know? So, I mean, sure they like him, but I mean, I think that after Gruden Carr was able to do what he wanted to do. So I think, you know, that, you know, that makes him happy, but in the long term, you know, what's going to happen, especially you're going to get a new GM, you know, the GM and the, coach got to get along so i think there's a lot of exactly. stuff exactly so i uh, sometimes uh, that's the thing i do wonder if like the gm doesn't have a relationship with basaccia you know does he does he t does he just say okay you know what uh you know do you stay it's it, it's so interesting that that's actually a fascinating situation because yeah but that's the behind the scenes stuff you know what i'm saying because you know the the, the team owner um you know, Mark Davis, he's obviously, I think th those kinds of conversations happen before you bring the GM on, you know what I'm saying? Because if Mark Davis, the owner is already leaning to keeping Basaccia, which he has every right to say, I want to keep this coach. He can then tell the GM, which again, we're not privy to those conversations. It's like, Hey, I'm bringing you on GM. I want to keep Basaccia. What do you think? You know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, it's not the GM's call, right? It's the the owner's call. The owner's the one that's pulling those strings. Like, you're my coach. You're my GM. Like, this is the way I want things to roll. Right. I mean, it's, the GM is not going to, the GM doesn't have the power to fire Versace. If Mark Davis wants to keep Versace, he's going to keep him. Right. The GM's not going to be like, sorry, Mark Davis, I'm firing the guy. Like, I, don't, I can't imagine that that's how that works. Unless, unless that's a condition of the, of the GM getting hired where he says, I'm bringing in my own guy. Yeah, exactly. And then, right, and right, right. And that's, and that's the part that we don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying is like, we don't, we're not privy to those behind the door, behind closed doors conversations. Like how did that go? Once the Raiders brought on this new GM, what, what was that conversation like? Well, what do we do about Versace? I'm bringing you on as a GM. What, what do we do about the head coach? And I'm sure that was discussed. I'm sure that's not going to be like a big surprise. They, that's been thoroughly discussed and, you know, completed. So we, it's just a matter of time before, like the public, you know, and the fans hear about what's going on. Probably after the Super Bowl, right? I'm sure they're not going to start talking about that stuff right now, right? That's right. the thing. Know, GM search is going to be there. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was that mean, Nico? And what's to say Carr's going to be there? They talked about getting rid of him because he couldn't get him through the playoffs. They finally did, mm -hmm. but then of course they lose. So, I mean, again, if you want to be a winning team, what's your true formula? And again, everyone doesn't fly into Dallas. They're not. That's not America's team anymore. They all fly into Vegas. And as you know, before the Raiders even got there, they traveled probably better than any team in the country. You know, Raider fans are everywhere. So yeah, yeah. That's the new America's team, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. They're oh that, that that's great. Though I will say after seeing how how many Pittsburgh fans were at SoFi Stadium when they when they played the Chargers, Steeler fans, they bring it strong. They bring it no, strong. But, but no, I, but that's every that's every game. You know what I'm saying? Like poor Justin Herbert. Yeah, you bring up a great you bring up a great point, George. Every time that that Herbert was home, he was put you know doing you know that because he couldn't hear. Because because remember how many years has it been? How many years have L.A. you know Angelinos, which were the Great American Melting Pot here in L.A. We got everybody. I mean, we got. All the fans from all the, you know, all those other states that, you know, that are transplants that live in LA, we haven't had an NFL team. So they haven't been able to see any of these guys, Big Ben or, you know, Brady or any of these guys. They have not been able to see them in LA. So what, what's all these teams had a game at LA and, you know, with Stafford and her playing home games, you, you know, this, you know, the, the Steeler fans, the, 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 the Patriot fans, the, 
know, the Bucks fans, they just filled the damn place up. It was nuts. And all the, and all the season ticket holders, like Ricky, were like, here, $5,000. Like, who wants it? And then they're like begging, like, me, me, me. We, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, here's my third child. Like, give me the seats. I don't care. So that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? I think it'll, obviously, the next couple of years, it'll kind of start like tapering off. But El- Angelinos have not had football for their Homer teams out there. And now they finally did it. And all the season ticket holders are like, how much? And they're like, I don't care. You know, so I mean, they cashed out. And of course, like you said, all the, all the, all the visitors filled up the stadium. So yeah, that's how it so it's that one. I think, I think with Justin Herbert, if he becomes as good as I think we all think he's going to become, which I think is, is he's going to be in that converse in that top five conversation with, uh, you know, with Mahomes, with Josh Allen for the next 10, 15 years. And I think it's going to be special. It's going to be special. Like Dan Reno out there, man. That, that, that release is like, like, like a split second, like lasers, like, wow. Herbert's impressive. I, know. I was wow. wishing, I was really wishing that we saw Justin Herbert against Mahomes for the third time yeah, instead of the, yeah, instead yeah. of the Raiders, instead of, instead of the Steelers. So, ah, yeah, man. It was good to well, familia. Say goodbye to Ben. Go. That was nice, you know. And that was cool. Nice I feel like we've been saying bye to Ben for like a month. You know, it's like the final <laughs> home game, then the final like the, road game the, against Baltimore. The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then- the, the farewell tour, the Big Ben farewell <laughs> tour. Like Kareem, when they would give him other teams would give him like a motorcycle and stuff, like before the before the game started. Yeah, the, you know, at, <laughs> at, at Baltimore court. they give at Baltimore they must have given them like a piece of a goalpost or some the dirt the dirt. And it's like, oh, this is where you fell about a hundred times, you know. After the, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got sacked by Ray Lewis. So, exactly. The funny oh, thing is, they, they, they never Ben hasn't said he's leaving. They're always like, we we think it's his last season, so this is probably his last game. It's like he didn't get a chance it's, to celebrate anywhere. <laughs> you know, like, nah, he's done. Or is he gonna say, no, I'm not yeah. retiring? Like, oh, that's so sad. You know, that's I, you know it was the same way with Drew Brees last year. He didn't say anything at that you know leaving the game. In fact, in fact, Big Ben, you know, just kept saying more stuff. He never said I'm retiring, but he said, "Oh, you know, is, I I feel like this is the last time I'm going to be here and and stuff like that." But yeah, so but last year it took like a month and a half, I, and it was like after the Super Bowl where Drew Brees finally said, "Okay, I'm out. You know, peace. I'm retiring. I'm going to go to the NBC booth." So. Yeah, I mean, man. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. It'll, it'll be fine. There's no rush. The, the interesting thing is going to be, and that's going to be one of our offseason topics to talk about, is what does Pittsburgh do at the quarterback position? Because I don't think it's Mason Rudolph. And, but I think it's becoming more and more clear that, that Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are going to stay put. And and it's like, you know, can do they do they make a trade for Deshaun Watson? Do they do they? you know, trade down for, it's, it's going to be interesting, but lot, lots to talk about. I, I, yeah. I don't want to get into the intrigue because that drives me nuts. I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I just want to react to when it's, when it happens instead of, you know, make all these broad come, you know, uh, proclamations. And then all of a sudden it doesn't come true. So, right. Yeah. Let's so we're going to the money. Let's do it. Let's tell them what let, to do. Let's talk about some DFS for this weekend. So, Familia, this is going to be the DraftKings dollars. Everything, all the dollar amounts that you see are DraftKings. So we're talking about, and we're talking about the entire slate, the four, the four games over the two days. So, Familia, you have the chance. This is a great weekend to play DFS. You can play all four games. You could play two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. You could play all four games in the Captain Showdown. You could just have fun. Play the Flash Draft. The Familia Flash Draft has been very, very good to me lately. So let's just say, let's let's just say I'm, I got a little house money going on with the Flash nice. Draft. Playing, nice. You know, low stakes, but yeah, it's it, it, it's happening. So I, I think it's I'll cool. be able to make I'll be able to put some bets on the Super Bowl without having to, uh, you know add to add to my dk account so we're going to start with uh what i i think all i mean we talked about it this is a great weekend every matchup is a great weekend Bengals at titans i think this is one of those games that's kind of like a contrast in styles a little bit because the Bengals, they they're a great offense great passing offense Great rushing offense. The Titans are kind of middle of the road. Not not always that great against uh, against quarterback uh, against the passing game. They're great against the running game. Which I th- so to me, I think does Joe Burrow get unleashed like he was yeah. against Kansas City against Baltimore? Yes. 
ligament. Yeah, I mean, like, like you said, it, once, once you said the Titans are, are not are not such a great defense against the pass, and they're playing against who? Joe Burrow, the guy that threw for like a million yards the other day. Like what? <laughs> like what, what? What's what's the question? And that's why I'm leaning to the Bengals. If once you tell me that the Titans defense is is subpar against the pass, what else is there to say? I mean, the, 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 the Bengals have how many receivers? Uzoma, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon can even come out of the backfield and catch balls. One, two, three, four, five guys that, that they can pass to. And the Titans are not good against the pass? And the quarterback's Joe Burrow that's passing that pass? I, I, I don't know. I, I just can't. I, just don't see, I, don't see the, I don't see the Titans stopping that. Burrow is on – he's on absolute fire right now. Remember in, like, NBA Jam when, like, you would hit, like – you know, three, <laughs> two, three pointers in a row. Then after that, you're on fire. Then whenever you made one, like the net would explode and like burst into flames. That's what Joe Burrow is right now. Like he's on, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like look what he's been doing the last few weeks. Yeah, sure. That massive monster again that he had a couple weeks back was against like, you know, a pretty crappy defense, but still he's just dropping dimes. I mean, those passes are like just perfect right in the basket, you know, right in between the numbers. Like, He's throwing laser beams, like super accurate. Their guys are running like these awesome routes. Everything's just clicking right now for the Bengals. They are scary as hell. And like you, like I said, once you said the Titans' pass defense is not that good, I, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see how a not that good defense can be a bad thing for Joe Burrow. I, I don't. See yeah, that. I mean the Titans got you know beat up for three hundred yard games by Davis Mills. Uh, they weren't maybe they weren't trying that hard that day. Uh, actually, they were trying that hard because they needed to win to secure the the home field advantage. Uh, and and uh, Davis Mills they, compared to Joe Burrow. Yeah, still gave up three hundred yards. Jimmy G threw for three hundred yards against them, though probably about one hundred and fifty of that was. Uh, you know, Debo Samuel getting getting plenty of yak. Yards after catch. Uh, but, yeah, but, but but the Bengals can do that too. The Bengals get their oh, yak yeah. yards too, yards after catch. So, I mean, you know. No, the Bengals yeah. hit you every way. The Bengals yeah. hit you and every way. That's what I'm saying is they're going to have the Titans, you know, with their heads spinning around. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, that, that's, why, that's why I like the Bengals plus three and a half. I mean, geez, I, I don't know. At 6,600, uh, Burrow's a good, uh, a good call. The, the, the one thing that I do have a little bit of uh, worry for, for Burrow is that the Titans have a very good pass rush and the, the Bengals have gotten a little bit injured at the, at, uh, on the offensive line. So they don't have all their start, you know, they don't have their starting five there. And that wasn't like one of their, strong points they were good they weren't great there like you know like you've like we've seen from green bay and from san francisco and those teams but um that that to me is the, is going to be the great equalizer if the titans can get can get home with the pass rush i'm you know joe mixon i'm fading at 6600 i'm fading him in this week i i really i i like jamar chase at 7100 i love t higgins at 5700 i think he's due yeah. to have a big game i think he's yeah. really due for a big he's game. way overdue he's way yeah. overdue. double team chase chase was just there's a lot of blown coverages so maybe that you know that that's easy when you're wide open to go get some touchdowns but he just he knew he was doing the right. You double one guy that's plug and play. You, you double one guy and then they say, say this who's you know who's up? Who, who's the next guy up? Boom, find him. Done. Yeah, so, I, just, I don't know if there's good offensive calls or, or what, but uh it'll be interesting. Even the tight end, uh Uzuma, is that what I say right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had himself. Fire. I mean, it's like uh Burrow, he threw it all around. Uh, it's just like wow, he's like uh a seasoned quarterback, you know. I said the rookies really weren't doing well, but uh, Burrow, you know, he's the one. Well, he's not a rookie. He's well, he's a playoff rookie, but he's yeah, but he's not people a first time people first time in, you know. Yeah, first time. Then was exception because he was seasoned, but uh, he didn't have the team. But anyone who wasn't really supposed to be there or was too new didn't seem seem to kind of work itself out real easy. But uh, I don't, Cincinnati, I don't know this one. I mean, I forgot about the Titans. You know, they they said remember the Titans, but I forgot. You know, and so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who to go with. So. I, I want to say Titans, but uh, what Heck's saying on the Cincinnati, I, I I think is true. And you got to play with the rhythm. You know what's going on. I mean, the beat of the rhythm of the night, like the Elder Barge, man. To the that's right, rhythm, baby. Man. That's right. <laughs> well, video games, Elder Barge. How old are you? <laughs> Where's your flip phone? 
I know, right? <laughs> no, no, brick. no. He had the brick. Yeah, he was a brick. <laughs> had the brick, the brick that you put in the car, or the the, the car that the the car phone that uh, Sonny Crockett had in his uh, yeah, in, in, in his, in his Ferrari, in his Daytona Spider. <laughs> well, you know what? Angel flights. Yeah. So let's go over to the Titans. So we got, you know. Yes, we're not going to talk about Tannehill just yet, the quarterback, because I think the big thing to talk about is King Henry, Derrick Henry. Is he playing? He's practicing. He's been activated oh. off the uh, off the IR. He's practicing. He's not. He's not going to be full power. They made him available to the media, which one of the which uh, I was listening to one of the the reporters that covers that that is embedded that cut that one of the beat reporters that covers the. Uh, um, Actually covers it for one of the TV. It covers one of the TV stations. She was saying if they wouldn't have, uh, they made him available to the media. If he was not playing, they would have not made him available to the media. So I think he plays. It's a matter of how much. Heck, you kind of intimated a little bit of that. Is he, you know, is he going to be full power? Do you? No way. Say, you know, let's say you get fifteen rushes out of him, and then maybe about another dozen out of Deontay Foreman. Could you get? And 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 the uh, the Bengals have a very good rush defense, but they get a couple of their defensive tackles have gotten hurt, so maybe they're not going to be as strong up the middle uh, with in the run, you know, in the running game. I don't know if I'm paying seventy five hundred for Derrick Henry because I don't no think way. he's gonna, I don't no think he's going to be full power. But mm, it's uh, actually, you know, who I am tempted to pay for Julio now, Jones. Uh, uh, Julio Jones, yeah, he's uh, he's practicing. I do like our, our Arthur Juan Brown. You know, you know his middle name is Brown, right? AJ Brown's middle name is is Juan. No way. Yes, so he's an honorary Juan, Mexican. Like J U A N Juan. J U A N. Yeah, nice. I, I wish it was Arturo Juan. AJ, what's the A? Arthur. Arthur. But to us, he's so so now we have two Mexicans. We have Arthur Juan Brown and uh Gronk because he's soy fiesta. Soy fiesta. Our honorary Mexicans on the fantasy side. But I will say you forgot Julio. For Julio, exactly. Julio. Julio Jones. Don Julio. Well, you know what, and that's the interesting thing because the the Bengals, you know, they do have a good rush defense, but they've been tough again. You know, they've been getting beat up a little bit by the quarterbacks and, and the passing games. So maybe Tannehill breaks loose a little bit at home. Weather's not expected to be an issue. It's going to be cold, but there's no wind. It's going to be cold in in the mid thirties, thirty six degrees and clear. So I mean, there could be some. This could end up being uh, this could be a sneaky shootout if if Tannehill decides to throw the ball. Um, but I, I, uh, I don't know if I, I, I will say Tennessee at three and a half, I'm tempted to take the Bengals and, and have this be a field goal game. Right. Well, be, that's what I'm saying. Let me, ask you, three and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me ask you guys something because I mean, there's always a strategy, at least I think so. Do you guys go big names up front and just pick up a couple straggler wide receivers or you guys go down yeah. the middle? What's your strategy most of the time? For, D, for DFS, yeah, load it up top heavy get and your then studs. just squeeze it out. Yeah, you got you to get your studs in there, man. Okay. Get your studs. Get your load studs. Up. Top, top heavy, man. You got to go top heavy with DFS. Yeah, I've, I've gone light on the quarterback thinking maybe they'll do it and then they'll win the big money. But it seems like if I get a four-tiered quarterback, they never do anything like that. My running backs that I pick, which I thought were guaranteed, don't do anything. Because I, I think it's easier to depend on a running back than it is a wide receiver. But, again, everyone has their own ideas on how they do it. That's kind of mine. But as you can see, I, I make no money, so that's not a good <laughs> Well, I will say no, I will say there are stacking options with both of these quarterbacks because Burrow is not the most expensive quarterback. You know, Mahomes and Allen are going to be have that honor. Uh, Burrow is actually like the fourth or fifth most expensive, and and you get so you could actually pair him, you know, stack him with Jamar Chase, who's at seventy one hundred, or you pay down, go to T Higgins at fifty seven hundred, and spend some money elsewhere because there are some guys to spend up for on on the slate. The other side, you got you got Tannehill at fifty eight hundred. If you if you believe that this is going to be a game where they're going to be throwing the ball against that against that Bengal defense that can be beat number 25 against wide receivers number 24 against quarterbacks since week 13 so uh I that's that's the thing to kind of think about you know maybe Tannehill and AJ Brown that's twelve thousand dollars uh total in in this kind of in a small slate 
that's something that's definitely something to think about, something to consider. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it leaves you options to pay up for a Debo Samuel or a Cooper Cup, one of those guys. Uh, or Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. Yeah. yeah, Dawson Knox. We'll talk about that. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, a Hill or a Kelsey or one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Let's go over to let's go over to one of the games that that has so much intrigue from uh, from so many angles. You got the 49ers at the Packers. The Packers are six point favorites, forty seven point over under. It's gonna be cold, familia. Thirteen degrees. That's too cold for Mexicans. So eso está frío, muy frío. So yeah, you're gonna have those crazy kids with their shirts off, wearing all green. You know, and then they yeah, painted over. green. They're painted their chest green. <laughs> yeah, but it's a thick, it's a thick green. It keeps them warm. You know, that's yeah, exactly. All that cheese, all that, it's all a, that cheese is kind of lining things it's a up. Fel, it's, a, it's a felt tip marker, so felt is warm. Cholesterol <laughs> is a warming agent, so that's why all that cheese in there kind of helps them out. So. Yeah. So I look at I look at this game. So let's start with the 49ers. So we got the so we we got the sub freezing temperatures. We got Jimmy G dealing with the with the thumb. Dealing with an injured shoulder, uh, that 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 gives me fire alarms a little bit. And plus, on their defensive side, Nico, you and I were talking about this earlier today. Bosa is not a, is is not one hundred percent that he's going to be in. He's in the concussion protocol. Fred Warner, in the All Pro middle linebacker, he is dealing with an ankle injury. So, you know, the 49ers, they could be too banged up to, to actually <laughs> to compete, uh, compete, or maybe, you know, maybe we, we mix in Trey Lance here and there for, for some plays, but Ooh, I mean, the, the, this uh, green is, Bay minus six, man, you got to take that. They, they went by, ooh. they went by a touchdown easily. That's green. As Bay good as the, best. as good as the 49ers looked last week. I mean, they're, they're, well, you the say they're, missing some, the they're missing some important pieces. Jimmy G, an injured hand in 13 degree weather, that's a bad combination. I mean, the wind chill is going to take it down to right around zero. I mean, if his hand's already jacked up, you know, he's, he's going to have like a glove on it, like a full glove, like Drew Brees, like full on glove. He's done. You know, there's no feel there. There's no, you know, how's he going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I have zero confidence. You put a glove on that hand and he's in big trouble. Yeah, I, yes. th- I think these these games were. I mean, it's forty seven is a lot of points for that that weather, and I think these teams where they think they're supposed to go really high in points, where the conditions and the defense is competitive, uh, they've all gone under, with the exception of the Bills. But I mean, they're like Eskimos out in the you know the Buffalo. It's cold, and they live in the cold, you know. Uh, so they, I, I just think it's going to be a low scoring game, um, and I think it's going to be a lot of uh, running. You know, and you're going to see a lot of the uh, jets, jet sweeps with the uh, yeah, Debo. Yeah, I mean that's great. I mean but he I, can break he can break a couple big ones. You know, Debo is going to be running. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I mean, those guys are just. Those, I mean, there's there's going to be. I mean, so I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of running, but there's also going to be a lot of running touchdowns. So that 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 bodes well, maybe for the over. So something to think about. There could be like you know five rushing touchdowns in this game. Yeah, I, I think. Cincinnati's probably going to do a lot of jet sweeps. I saw saw them doing that with a lot of success. I think that may help them out. That game, as as with the Niners in this one, yeah. again they've been doing it for so long. Right? They got a lot of film on it, so I, I think they, uh, uh, which is also known as tape, which is also known as. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, when it comes to the 49ers, I think it's I think I think this is going to be that battle up front. I mean, people have been talking about how the how the uh, the Packers aren't very good against the run. Well, I, you know, I did a little looking since week 12, they've allowed one, one running back to go over 55 rushing yards. And that was Nick Chubb for 126 yards. So they've been good against, they've been good against the run. They're With getting Bosa. healthier on defense. No, I'm talking about the, the Packers, oh, Packers the, sorry. you know, the, the Packers going in. So you got it's Elijah, Bosa. you know, Elijah Mitchell, he's got six games in a row where he six game six of his games in a row where he's gone over, 20 carries so this this could be you know just kind of like you know clash of the titans you know where it's you know it's strength against strength i think that's that's going to be one of the great battles mitchell at 5800 is interesting the 49ers have one of the best offensive lines in the nfl trent williams is an all pro left tackle uh they've just got uh, you know ooh, it, it's i think i think i think nico you're right i think there's going to be a lot of running i think mitchell is mitchell and samuel are both good plays i think i may fade you know brandon Ayuk, even though i like his his price tag of 5200 i just don't think he's going to get enough uh right. jawan jawan jennings at 3400 is interesting because he seems <laughs> to get a lot of a lot of play at, at you know on 
on third down, you know, on, on important plays. But again, in the cold, I think it's I think it's gonna be a running game. On the other side, on the Packers side, you got you know Rodgers, who's 0-3 against San Francisco in his in his playoff career. So yeah. does he break the streak this week? You know, he, you know, it's it's a six-point favorite. I'm I'm tempted to go take the 49ers plus the points, but I think I think the Packers will win. Uh, and this is another one that it's a great offensive line for the Packers against a great San Francisco pass rush if they have Bosa healthy. Um, right. You know, we talked about that. And, you know, it's a great offensive line both against the pass rush and and they're great against the run too. So uh, Jones and Dylan, it, it's another matchup where it's kind of like iron against iron. You know, it, it's it's awesome. This is like the Hulk and and Thanos fighting. So the, the, it's, I love that. I love that. You got sixty eight hundred. I mean, I liked AJ Dylan at fifty one hundred. Yeah. Um, Heck yeah. I see him getting maybe two touchdowns. A couple couple. Of I can goal, see that. You know, red zone score. A couple of goal line scores. Dylan just. Pounds it in, man. So, yeah, I, I like will tell you 100. I like dealing a lot. Kittle, Kittle, he, for those of you guys who follow the 49ers, Kittle does well every other game. It's like he, he, he's slow, then he kills it, then he's slow, then he kills it. He was kind of shut down. They didn't really, they didn't use him. He was wide open so many times. They didn't pass it to him. So, I don't know what happened. But Kittle is going to blow up in this game. I'm telling you. It's okay. every other game. So, that's my two cents right there. At 5,300, that's a good deal. Fifty three hundred and the 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 Packers since we since week thirteen they're number twenty eight against the tight end they're giving up some yardage there so you know that Nico that that that's a that's a very interesting, I like that play I like that talk that's uh, a good know. play and no matter who the quarterback you, is Jimmy I mean uh, Jimmy or you know Trey it's going to be basically Kittle down the middle right yeah you always heard that first. That's right. <laughs> I think I, I forget which one. I think they might have said that once dur- uh, during the that broadcast was, uh, last yeah. Sunday. It was so. uh, Eli, or not Eli. It was ex- uh, was it Eli? Peyton? It was on the Manning show, and they said Kittle in the, the middle. Manning cast. Like, oh, Kittle, Kittle, Kittle over, over the middle. They said Kittle yeah, over the Kittle middle. Over the middle, but it's Kittle yeah, down I've heard the that. middle. You know, so that's okay. <laughs> you know, I'll share. So, so uh, you know, uh, you know, considering that there are some good cheap options. You know, I think I think Rogers is expected to be the MVP of the of the league for the second year in a row. He's seventy one hundred this week. Wow! How much? How tempted are you to play him? I mean, he has that just incredible, incredible connection with Devontae Adams, and we've seen them. We've seen them play. You know, just you know, ball out. No matter what the weather is, uh, Devontae Adams eighty five hundred. Uh, any takers for him there? Or are we, yeah, go, are we just them. are we just going off the them. running backs? You stack them. Rogers Adams is a stack. I, I don't think so. I think the Niners have their number in the playoffs. So I, I don't. Nobody has Devontae Adams' number, man. That guy just scores that well. They they Rogers and and Devontae Adams they they have a uh, they do something that I don't think any other team does. I mean, those guys are so in tune with each other. It's 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 ridiculous. I mean, I think. Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth, on on the broadcast, he'll and he'll mention it. He's like, he's like, this is an, and he'll. I've heard him say it on multiple broadcasts when the Packers have played when he's 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 uh, called their games. He's like, look at this pass. This is an impossible pass to defend because Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams won't turn around and catch the ball until the ball is like almost to him. So Devontae Adams will be running his route. The defenders watching Devontae Adams to to see him make a move. Devontae Adams will turn around last minute to make the catch. And the ball is like right there. And the defender's like, what just happened? Because yeah. he was waiting for Devontae to make a move to like turn. By the time the defender notices Devontae Adams' move, by the time the defender turns around, Devontae Adams already caught the ball. So that, that's the – In that's stride. The in stride. It, 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 yeah. And then they're perfectly thrown ball. They call it just like – these, he's he's like no one does this. He's like there's there's nobody in the NFL that does this. These two guys do this, and they do it all the time. And this is a pass. This pass is impossible. He didn't say difficult. He didn't say challenging. He said this pass is impossible to defend. Well, you know what's what, funny, what? Rogers. Have you seen him throw those passes? It's the way we we throw nerf footballs. Just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, and, it's, and it's just right. And he yeah. started to do that was Derek Carr. 
he does that that little flip like that little floater like behind the behind the uh, trunk of the car around the curb yeah yeah yeah, yeah at the driveway it's just rogers is rogers is a master at that i mean yeah, he, he, it's like it's like he just throws and it doesn't matter what the weather is he'll just he he just he just flicks it and there the ball goes 50 yards he throws a late he throws a dart i mean it cuts yeah. it cuts you know aerodynamics it cuts through the wind you know the cold <laughs> weather the wind it it doesn't affect his ball his ball he throws laser beams right to the target Devontae always catches it it's ridiculous so yeah it, to me Rodgers and Devontae, that's a nice little stack right there. And if you can yeah. afford – if you can afford Kittle on top of that, I think that's a nice play. You stack those three guys. Yeah, I like yeah, the right, Packers sure. this game, but I, I got to take the Niners in a bet to you guys. Six-pack, I think, you know, because I have to – my Niners at home, I got to I gotta support them. So Yeah, I do yeah. I do like the underdogs on Saturday. It's it's very good. I think I think just taking the points, especially having the hook in the, in the Bengals-Titans. So I, I I like that. I think the Titans yeah. could win a field goal game or maybe even less. So yeah. Muy interesante. Yeah, yeah. Muy interesante. We'll, we'll talk on the next game. I'll so let's go to Sunday. Vámonos al domingo. Siempre en domingo. Sunday, Sunday. Rams at Buccaneers. So, I, I mean, this is a rematch. Week three. The Rams just beat up on them. Beat up on the Bucks, so it, it was. I mean, it was a game. Where, it was a game where Matthew Stafford for three, threw for three hundred forty-three yards and four touchdowns. Tom Brady threw for over four hundred yards, but one touchdown, a couple of interceptions. So, and the Rams beat him 34-24. It's pretty easy. It was at SoFi. This game is going to be in Tampa, thanks to what the 49ers did to the Rams, because the Rams ended up with the number four seed instead of the number two seed. Uh, if they would have, if they would have held on to that seventeen-point lead, so. This is, you know, we had a clean game from Matthew Stafford. He played. He he threw interception free. He was interception free in week three against the against the Bucks. Can we expect that again with the Bucks getting healthier in their secondary and their their defense is starting to really start starting to get healthy all together on all levels? Uh, are we going to get the the are we going to get the offensive protection that uh, for Stafford that he had last week against a against a pretty good uh, Cardinals pass rush? So, and does that make you want think about spending the sixty two hundred, which is you know cheaper than Burrow, che- you know cheaper than cheaper than Brady, who we'll talk about in a second? Uh, yeah, get Pienza, get I take. I don't know, man. I, I I don't bet against Brady. I already I already said it. <laughs> You know, but there's no DFS, weather, but there, but how, but could this be, could this be a shootout? Uh, and you get, and you get, you get Stafford as the cheaper option in a game that's going to be, you know, you got a 62 degree game. It's the only game that's not going to be playing, be played at near or sub freezing temperatures. Uh, and the wind is not expected to be an option. Both these quarterbacks have just, you know, machine gun, you know, have, have howitzers for arms. So yeah. we're, we're not worried I don't about know, man. I see, I see Stafford. Stafford, I don't on back to back games without an interception. Yes. Remember that game? He threw like three interceptions, one at the three yard line, you know, yes. kind of like, you know, a Murray a duplicate. And it's just like he kind of froze. It's like, you know, this veteran guy, like, what happened to you? The, the data that was the Baltimore says, game. That was the Baltimore I believe, game. I believe the data shows that Stafford is going to throw at least one interception, right, George? That's is that safe to say? Well, the, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking before last week where he was where he was clean. Uh, these are the interception totals for the previous uh, four games: two, two, three, and one. So those are the interceptions. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, no. At this level of the playoffs, the defenses are tightening up. He's gonna throw at least one, and that one could end up being a pick six, you know. So you gotta be you gotta be careful right. of that, you know. And, if you're throw a pick, it could be worth six points for the Bucks. So they're gonna play oh, no, a terrible man. day, and it gets loud. I mean, it's so loud that it, hurt, it hurts my Buccaneers. It's ah. so <laughs> how much? How much? How much do your ears cost, Nico? <laughs> <laughs> a, bu- a buccaneer. A buccaneer. Uh, <laughs> so, so well, let's let's let's. Uh, so okay. So, but but what about Cooper Cup? Paying up for oh Cooper yeah, Cup. Cooper Cup. Oh, 80 Wow, eighty eighty six hundred. That's too rich. Most expensive guy on that's, on the slate. <laughs> that's too rich. I'm I'm going like Mike Evans. I'm going like uh, who you else is coming out of the, the other side? Mike Evans, eighteen hundred dollars cheaper at sixty eight hundred. Gronk, get, put, throw Gronk in there. Gronk will get two TDs, 
in that game, I think. You know, Brady looks for his Brady looks for his homie, man. That's Who's it. The they're, they're like homies. It could be. Like, Who's the like receiver for the Rams? What's his name? The rookie, uh, the new new kid. Um, oh, Van Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson. I mean. I that's a good play. I would, yeah. yeah. Cooper Cup at eight. I mean, 86 is more <laughs> than double Van Jefferson. I would take Jefferson and Higby, and that's still less than Cooper Cup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's let's, what I would take. I would so take here's the guys. question. So I got a question for the for the primos. Cam Akers, we all saw how great he looked on Monday night. Yeah. Is he for real? I mean, this is almost a, a, a milagro. I feel like I feel like, you know, he, you know, our lady of Guadalupe, you know, smiled on him and said, uh, said you will be healed in, in a one-year injury in five months. He had 18 touches for 95 yards, looked fantastic, almost called in another another ball that would have been for like a 70-yard touchdown uh that hit him in the hands. I, I, 5,500 for a guy who gets 18 touches. Uh, you know, it's again, it's against one of the top rushing defenses. The the Bucks are a great rushing defense. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all are you matchups. tempted? Are you tempted? It's all, it's all matchups. You know, once you get to this level of the season, it's it's all about matchups. Are you, you tempted know? to so, pay pay down for 5,500 or for Acres? I mean, the Bucks have a great running defense, so I, you, I, 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 that's probably not a smart play. That's a tough one. I know that's a tough what one. What about OBJ? He went off. I mean, he's for real now. So that's that's the thing. The do guy. they? Yeah. Do do the Bucks sell out to sell out to go after Cup, and then uh, leave, leave OBJ take open? Chances on OBJ. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It worked out this last time. I mean, Cooper Cup was basically he was a decoy the whole game. They were double teaming him and wide that's open. Sweet. Yeah, I will say last time that they that these two teams met, Cooper Cup went for 90, uh, nine catches, ninety six yards, two touchdowns. So that is Bruce Arians to- though is like Belichick, man. They're, they're you know they're gonna scheme against whatever they did last game. It's good. they're gonna scheme for all that stuff, man. Yeah, so Todd Bowles. Be, yeah. yeah, Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator, who's up for some, who's being interviewed for some head coaching openings. Uh, you know, he that we saw last year. After he got lit up, after they got lit up by Patrick Mahomes during the regular season, what they did to him during the uh, postseason. So, you know, yeah, exactly. Do we do do we see a repeat? It's, it's, and this Bucks defense are the reigning champions. So we do. You got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? You got to temper your expectations a little bit. These Bucks defenders are the Super Bowl current Super Bowl yeah. champions. So. Hey, so what's the deal with Leonard Fournette? I thought he was out or at least questionable. Now it has him as in. So. He is. I, I put the. I put the number there. He's still questionable. So there's still. There's still no question. There. There's still. You know. I. I would go away from him because I don't think if he's back, I don't think he'll be a hundred percent. So that. That to me is is where I, I'm a little worried about that. The. Uh, the interesting thing is, you know, the Rams. You know, give have given up some yardage to uh, in the running game. Definitely got. Definitely got beat up by the. 49ers in week 18 uh gave up a little gave up a touchdown to James Conner last week but they they ran out to such an early lead that the, that the the Arizona had to stop running but Tom Brady in this game I think the big thing that before I play Tom Brady in this game I'm looking at the health of the offensive line Tristan Wirfs Ryan Jensen mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. they were both I mean Wirfs he you know he injured his ankle Ryan Jensen got like pulled he got like bent backward uh and uh but both of them both of them are questionable for this game i I believe both of them did not practice today so if they're declared in i i'm tempted to play brady if they're out i'm i'm gonna i'm not i'm looking at it even at 6800 cheaper than uh the other guys i'm like no no gracias because i I think I think he'll have Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Leonard Floyd in his face all day. Yeah, yeah, and you know I will say uh, this is the game where I would bet the Rams on the money line, Ooh. maybe first half, because uh, Brady's a second half guy. You know, oh we're losing, okay, <laughs> now I'll come out and let's win the game. You know, that's yeah. But, uh, I just think that. the Buccaneers. This is the the year of reality, and again, like without that offensive line, I mean, although even with those guys hurt, he still killed it. So I don't want to do it, but my gut says the Rams are going to win this straight up. I don't know why, but just so yeah. I mean, I think I think the, the those injuries that you're mentioning, George, happened last week in the first half. 
and the Bucks still, you know, they handle their business. So, uh, you know, it, 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 just because those guys are going out doesn't all of a sudden mean that, yeah, it, it is the Rams defense. I, I give you that. But this is still Tom Brady. And, and, they're, and if, if those if those you know, O-line guys are out, the, the Buccaneers will still figure out a scheme to get that ball out quickly, you know, yards after catch. So I don't I don't necessarily think it's it's a huge whether those guys play or not. It's still Tom Brady. You know, he they, they will find a way. It's like Jurassic Park, you know, with a what's his name, yep. uh, where he says, you know, you know, life finds a way. So you know, they 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 find a way, man. They they find a way. These guys. And Tom Brady is is life. Tom Brady is life. <laughs> I just can't believe Cooper Cup is eighty six and Rogers is seventy one hundred. That's just that's, such a big discrepancy between the two. That's crazy. I, I just you know, Cup I. I I love him at seventy one, but not eighty six. I mean, that's crazy. Oh yeah. Well, he's he's a guy who could get ten. You know, if he gets ten catches, a hundred plus yards, and a touchdown or two, that's worth it. Yeah, I yeah but, then, but, then, but then that gobbles up all your DFS cash. You have nobody else. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It doesn't to me. That's just way overpriced. Well, Devontae Adams is eighty five, so they're they're putting those two right next to each other. Well, speaking of overpriced, this game's got a lot of guys who are – this last game has got a lot of guys that are really pricey. You know, you got the Bills at the Chiefs. Kansas City, two-point favorite. So this is a toss-up game, 54.5 point over-under, which I'm I'm saying over. It's been going to be about 39 degrees, clear, light winds. So thankfully, wind, snow, rain, not expected to be a, a problem this weekend. On the Bills' side. Are we ready to see Josh Allen go nuclear again? Because the Chiefs, you know, remember it was only a couple, uh, only a few weeks ago they got lit up by Joe Burrow. Granted, that game was in in Cincinnati. This game's in Kansas City. Uh, Allen was fantastic against them earlier this season. So I mean, in it, Buffalo, it's in, uh, yes, it was. Right. Yeah. So I, I was it in Buffalo. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Uh, yeah. No, it was at, at Kansas City. At Kansas oh, really? City. 315 yards, three touchdowns, 59 rushing yards, and another touchdown. So just a monster game out of them. The the Bills won 38 to 20. So I mean, they I, they say that that stadium is a pretty tough place to play in. I mean, as loud as it was during a regular season game, I'm just thinking it's going to be twice as loud for a playoff game, and that's definitely going to wreak a little bit of havoc on on Josh Allen's offense. But I mean, to put the numbers up that he put up, you know, last game, like. You know, you can't really deny that. That's that's real. At the same time, Patrick Mahomes is at home. So that guy does magical things when he's at home. Last year during the playoffs, he did injure his foot. So, you know, you think, oh, well, last year in the playoffs, you know, in the Super Bowl, he lost, et cetera, et cetera. He was not 100%. He was injured. His foot was injured. His mobility was limited. His, you know, to push off, to throw a pass was limited. This year, we ain't got none of that. This year is playoff, perfect Patrick Mahomes. And this is yeah. To your point, I believe the fifty-four and a half. They they might go over that because these this, this might be like you score, then I score, then you score, then I score, then you score, then I score, and whoever has the ball last gonna win. So that's I think right. the punter. I think the punters are gonna be very very bored. Yeah, in this game. they're gonna be hanging out. Holmes, Holmes, The punters will be in the locker room, just like you know, drinking <laughs> drinking you know chocolatey yoohoo and just like watching the game in there like with like nothing to do because like, there ain't even no punning in this game. And, you know, it was so funny at the uh, Bills game. It was so cold instead of Gatorade, which is basically just water and salt. They they were giving out chicken soup and uh, and that's what they they were drinking and basically to replace the salt and do that. And yeah, yeah. The newscast was like because it's pretty good soup. So I mean. I'm assuming it's probably more than just chunky soup or something like that. I'm just like, <laughs> I thought that was special, like special soup. Exactly. A little Campbell's, a little Campbell's. I will say one guy who's interesting in this game is Devin Singletary at 5,900. He's he's a guy who is getting plenty, getting he's getting. He's the bell cow now, man. He's the he's, yeah, the, he's the lead Kyle. 19 at touches. 5,900. That's a steal at 5,900. You got to put him down. 19 yeah, touches. In your lineup, Singletary all day. And then, <laughs> then stack up stack up Ellen and Diggs and then Singletary. Those three, the three amigos right there. That's a good that's a good play right there. Start the, start your lineup with those three guys. Yeah, yeah and using the Greggy Greg method, I mean the first thing you look at is the over-under. You know, you want to go to the high scoring games, see who's there, figure they're the ones, you know. Statistically they're gonna get more points than anybody else because they're supposed to get more points. So right. Vegas thinks so. 
Yeah, so that's actually I like a Singletary at fifty nine hundred on a high scoring game like that. Mm-hmm. He was used a lot in the red zone to try to get it in the end zone, so I I, I like that. I like Hardman too. Miko Hardman thirty nine hundred. Holy smokes! Can I get him in the he's, on he's the touchdown? Split. He'll score at least once. I mean, the Chiefs are going to spread the ball around. Hardman's been on Mahomes' radar for several weeks now. That guy's doing some damage. So put put him up there. Let, put up and to have Hardman below Pringle to me is weird. I mean, Pringle, yeah, he's been getting some run lately too. But I think those two guys are almost kind of like interchangeable. And Hardman with a lower amount, I would ride Hardman. All right. On the Buffalo, you know, on the Buffalo defense, I mean, they they haven't, you know, really faced elite quarterbacks. You know, I mean, the last time they faced an elite quarterback with Tom Brady in Week 14, and he he lit them up for 363 yards and two touchdowns, and even added a rushing touchdown. So, uh, you know, they they've the numbers that we have. I mean, they're it, you know, it shows that they're what number seven against. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, that they're number eight against the quarterback, but you know they ha- again they haven't fit, they haven't met met up against too many of the too many of the really good ones. I think that I think Mahomes is primed to have have himself a big game. The the Buffalo Bills had Tre'Davious White last time when they when they held him to two hundred seventy two yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions though. Uh, so you know Tre'Davious White, who's uh, at the, who's one of the best corners in the NFL. Now he's out for the season with the torn ACL. I think I I think honestly this is going to be a fireworks kind of game. This is get both quarterbacks are going to go nuclear. I think I think it's uh, you know I, I, which one of you said you know it's whoever has the ball last. I think it's yeah. It's going to be both both quarterbacks are worth spending up for. Mahomes pick up Dawson Knox too if you got if if you can't get you know if you can't you know you draw, obviously want to get Diggs in there but. If you have a couple extra bucks left and you're trying to figure out who to get as your last receiver, Dawson Knox is a great play at 4,900, man. Yeah. Like I had, yeah. had two touchdowns last game. He said he's had multiple touchdowns. I think he he may – I don't know if you can look this up, George. He He's had – of all the tight ends this season, he has the most multiple TD games. I mean, every time I look up, it seems like Dawson Knox had two TDs. Oh, Dawson Knox, two TDs. Dawson Knox, two TDs. Like the last – I think the last five weeks he has like maybe six. Yeah, he's got he's had a handful of TDs in the last like four or five games. He might have like five or six TDs in like the last four or five games. I'm looking. I'm looking what his TD numbers are. Yeah, uh, the last few games he had two last week, uh, one in week sixteen and one in week fourteen. So yeah, four four touchdowns in his last four games. That's three. Yeah, last four. Last three games, right? Two then one and one then one. Well, he was out one week. Oh, okay, gotcha. So his last, his last, okay, yeah. But that's, so I mean, that's consistent. Four games. That's yeah. consistent. I mean, he's, you know, that's like, he, he obviously Josh Allen is targeting him. So look for him. Um, again, he had two TDs last game. So at forty nine hundred, that's a steal. Yeah, and the and the 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 Chiefs, they're giving up. They, yeah, they're number seven against the tight end right now. But yeah, I mean, they're. What, in a playoff game, it's all just like you know, <laughs> your guy's gonna get open. Dawson Knox is—he's a beast. He'll—he'll he'll get open. Now, when you're when you're paying up for Mahomes, are you paying up for either Kelsey or either Kelsey or Tyree Kill? Tyree Kill at sixty six hundred is not expensive. He's two thousand dollars cheaper. Is he hurt? Than, uh, well, he's, he he looked good last week. He didn't. He, you know, he played the full game last week, and it's that's a heck of a price, man. For Tyreek Hill, that's a heck of a price. I mean, I think, I think DK is is anticipating that it's going to be maybe like an even split between Tyreek and Kelsey, so that's where they're well, so evenly priced. Sixty six. Even Kelsey 65. at sixty five hundred isn't isn't a bad price. Yeah, that's I mean, a heck he's of the most price. expensive tight end, but that's because it's a small slate. Right. So uh, I'm, ooh, I'm very tempted. I'm very like tempted that. to do do a Mahomes Tyreek Hill. If I had to fill a tight end play. spot, I would pick. I'd take Knox over Kelsey though. If you got a tight end spot, I would. I'm going Knox over Kelsey. Ooh, uh, yeah, well, you saved a couple thousand dollars or six hundred. And then, and then give, give me Tyreek Hill and Dawson Knox. Ooh, that's what I'm doing. I like Tyreek and Kittle down the middle. So Kittle down the middle. <laughs> Gotta love it, baby. Gotta love it. Oh man. Well, primos, you got me more. You guys got me more fired up than ever. Um, yeah, for, baby. For this, for the biggest weekend of football of the year, best weekend of football of the year. Familia, I'll be, I'll be posting an article 
uh, on familiaffb.com. So please make sure you give that a read. We, it's been getting uh, my DFS articles have been getting a lot of traction. I've been look, I've been keeping an eye on that. A lot of people have been reading them. So gracias for checking them out. Uh, I'll go into a little bit, a little more detail than we went into today. But uh, so, uh, primos, eso es todo for our show. For our show. Uh, well, if you haven't, please make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube. And uh, and also thanks to Anchor for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast uh, gets out to the Familia community. Uh, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, all, wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure to give us a like and subscribe. If you leave us a review, I'd really appreciate that. Uh, again, you can find me on Twitter at Jorge Martin17. Hector, where do they find you? What the heck? Two T's. Uh, make sure to go to Familia F at Familia FFB on Instagram and Twitter and also our Familia FFB Facebook page. Our Familia, you guys are all live out there. So, otra vez, best of luck. Mucha suerte in your, in your DFS lineups and on your bets. I hope we gave you guys some good advice here. Uh, you know, uh, oh, my goodness. Someone uh, – we got we got a news bulletin. Kevin uh, – Kevin Stefanski is getting rid of, uh, of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. So. <laughs> <laughs> Muchas gracias, Kevin. Muchas gracias. Suerte, suerte. Uh, I hope I hope Aaron Rodgers becomes available and he gets and he gets out there. It'd be fun to see Cleveland be good. Cleveland really rock. So Cleveland Ot rocks. Otra vez, familia. Mucha suerte. And remember, todos somos familia. Adiós, amigos. Bye bye. Salud.